0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is night two of the WWE Draft. This is your Raw Review for October 4th, 2021. And this was a good night. I enjoyed this thoroughly. I'm always a big fan of the Draft Nights. I know there's been some over the years that have not been so good. But I'm always a fan. I just like the the sudden changes sometimes and who goes where, you know, splitting of tag teams and and whatnot, Uh, potential new feuds. Sometimes the feuds travel with, (laughs) Um, which is the case, you know, this year as well. Um, We also did have some tag teams break up, which we will cover as we go on in the show. Uh, There were six rounds tonight. Uh, that showed up on Raw, and then Raw Talk right afterwards had two more sections uh, worth of draft picks. So we will cover them all, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a little chat about this. So we'll jump right into the show. Kicked off with uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, coming out. And basically, spoiler alert... <laughs> jumps the gun and says that she is the first overall draft pick to Monday Night Raw. So completing the switch uh, from last week's SmackDown, um, Charlotte Flair being drafted over to SmackDown, essentially taking the Raw Championship there. Becky Lynch now being drafted over to Raw, taking the SmackDown Women's Championship there. So obviously with Crown Jewel coming up, uh, Charlotte, I believe, is not in a match, but Becky is. So it'll be interesting to see what they do if we have a title swap like we did with the, the New Day and the Street Profits last last year. Who knows? We'll see. But it could be interesting. But naturally, Becky's not out there alone. The uh, <laughs> aforementioned smackdown or i should say smackdown's newest superstar and the current raw women's champion charlotte flair comes out to the ring uh but she does n- not get a chance to say too much often as uh raw's newest superstar one of the newest superstars the est of wwe Bianca belair comes out introduces herself to the crowd basically saying you know well, she goes here now so that's just how this works uh Becky trying to do her best to antagonize these other two ladies to to get into a fight, and we are then um, introduced, or not really introduced, but for the evening introduced to both uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, stating that well, we're not going to have any shenanigans right now, but we will have ourselves a match later on as Bianca Balea will take on Charlotte Flair. Now, they did say first time ever. I'm assuming they meant on the Raw roster, or at least on the main, of main roster, because they did obviously have match in NXT. But, you know, WWE likes to ignore everything that happened in in, in NXT. So it, it, it tracks. It makes sense. So we kick off, or at least we're... The first in-ring action of the night is for the United States Championship. It is Jeff Hardy challenging Damian Priest. And this was a great match. Uh, Priest does retain. Uh, Jeff was just um, drafted over to SmackDown. So he will not be taking, obviously, taking the title with him. But... Uh, after the match, they interviewed Jeff. And Jeff says that you know while he's enjoyed his time on Raw, he's excited to go to SmackDown, and maybe we'll get a new side of him, a new ego. So immediately I was like, well maybe. maybe. Those of you who watch TNA, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But we'll see. Should be interesting. However, he's, interrupt- he's interrupted by... Austin Theory, a new draft pick as well, comes out, interrupts Jeff, uh, but he just uh, he says he doesn't really want a fanboy, but he asks if he could take a selfie with him. So I'm thinking to myself, well, I know Austin, when he's part of the way, you know, he's goofy, kind of seems the same now. So I'm like, all right, so at least he's consistent with that. That's fine. So Jeff goes, they they take their selfie, and then out of nowhere, Austin strikes, takes out Jeff, lays him out, and then takes another selfie as Jeff's laid out, knocked out, and Austin's, you know, like crawling up to him and taking a picture and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, okay, are we going to get evolve version of Austin Theory? If he's more serious, then I think this will track perfectly for him. So we'll see. But during all that, we had our first round picks of night two for the draft. Obviously, we already know the first one. Raw selected Becky Lynch. SmackDown's first pick were to retain the SmackDown champion and SmackDown tag team champions of the Uso. Uh, So obviously the Uso is going back, (laughs) this being a big relief for Paul Heyman. Raw's second pick in the first round was Bobby Lashley. And SmackDown's second pick was Sasha Banks. So the only obvious change was Becky Lynch going over to Raw, everybody else staying put, which is a good thing. Uh, obviously, it keeps the bloodline completely full. Um, having Sasha Banks being one of your premier women's athletes over in SmackDown is a great thing. And I think Bobby Lashley's done a real good job being on Raw. So after that, we move on, and Randy, Randy Orton, the man, I don't know, he might be a little crazy, <laughs> he issues a challenge tonight for Omas to, you know, essentially introduce the Legend Killer to Omos. Now, we don't find out what happens with this until the match happens later in the night. But the fact that it was out there, it's a pretty bold statement. Obviously, as we know, with Crown Jewel coming up, the Raw Tag Team Championships are on the line. RKBro will be defending against AJ Styles and Amos. So, we'll see. Up next, we had uh, the Queen of Spades, Shanna Baszler, looking for some more elbows to take as she took as she took on Dana Brooke, who we have not seen in months. Now, last time we saw Dana, she was with Mandy Rose, and they were in the middle of a tag team, you know, title hunt with uh, Tamina and Natty being champions, and then. There was an attack in the back, and Dana was like basically thrown into a locker. And then that was the last we saw ever. <laughs> Mandy ended up leaving, going to NXT, and Dana was never heard from again <laughs> until tonight. Uh, she quickly taps uh, in the match with Shayna, which unfortunately, you know, everybody could see coming. Uh, Shayna's just been out of control recently, and it's fantastic to see. However, before she's able to do uh, the same thing that she's done to both Nia Jax and even Marie, dewdrop comes out uh, to Dana's rescue. Uh, Shayna, obviously a little upset by this, takes a shot at Dewdrop, but dewdrop just absorbs it. It literally just turns and just stares at Shayna. And the look on her face is just like, is that all you got? <laughs> So Shayna backs off and kind of turns, you know, and runs back to the uh, the locker room. But I'm looking at this going, this is the exact feud that Dewdrop needs to legitimize her new name. So people know her as Piper Niven. We all know how badass she is when she was on NXT UK. But having her come off and... Have a great feud against Dewdrop. I think that might be good. So we'll see. After that, we had more tag team action as it was Mansoor and uh, Must- uh, Mustafa Ali taking on Andrew Garza and Umberto Correa, with Garza and Umberto Correa getting the win thanks to some shenanigans. Uh, we then moved on to our third round of draft picks. Raw's first pick was AJ Styles and Omos. So they're keeping them together and on the Raw brand. So whoever wins that tag team title match at Crown Jewel will obviously still stay on Raw. Here's where things got a little interesting. SmackDown's first draft pick in this round was Shanna Baszler. Now, this is real nice because now Shanna has a whole new... Crop of women that she can terrorize. And I love that. Raw's next pick was Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens bouncing back and forth constantly in these drafts, trying to find a home. Now, I know there's all this controversy or, you know, countdown to when Kevin Owens' contract is up. People are saying January. If that's the case and they don't give him something good that makes him want to stay, then he's gone. And we will be quickly reintroduced to Kevin Steen. And at that point, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting. I I don't really know, honestly, Like to be completely honest, I don't really know how I feel about where Kevin Owens should be. Or just Kevin at this point. Where he should be. Part of me wants him to go to AEW. Be Kevin Steen. And I can finally watch him be who he was. When I first was introduced to him. At Ring of Honor. Obviously I know he's a lot older now. So maybe he can't do everything. But it would be nice to see him drop his. You know his. uh His pal driver. Um, to get a win in a match. But, who knows? Time will tell. A few months left, so we'll see. Uh, SmackDown's last pick was Ziya Lee from NXT. Now, zaya has been kind of MIA ever since her loss to Raquel Gonzalez. Now I kind of understand why. I think she'll be a great, Addition to Smack, to SmackDown uh, women's division as well. After that, we had Biggie, our WWE champion, head out to the ring and immediately call out Drew McIntyre uh, to discuss what happened at the end of last week's RAW. <laughs> um, well, uh, they didn't get too much to say because the Dirty Dogs themselves came out. Uh, Dolph trying to take. Credit for both Biggie and Drew McIntyre's success when they came to WWE or returned. I mean, honestly, he's got a point, and I love that they do these callbacks um, because, for me, continuity is the best thing in wrestling. <laughs> um, but of course, this turns into a tag team match. God for you know, God forbid we have four people in the ring if it doesn't turn into some type of match because you know. Teddy Long would be very upset if they wouldn't turn it to a tag team match. Uh, it was a great match. Um, we had a little bit of show upmanship, at least, what I like to call it. Um, Biggie was ready to hit the uh, big ending on Dolph, and Drew did the tag while uh, Biggie was ready to drop his finisher. Uh, so B, he just kind of drops Dolph like he's like a sack of potatoes, which I thought was equally as entertaining. And then Drew hits the claymore and Dolph just eats it. Like he does every other finisher. I'm telling you, this man could sell a blind person, a phone book and the man will walk away happy. Like Dolph is a fantastic seller easily. I will say it easily. The best in all of wrestling and sports entertainment, and everything easily the best seller. If you disagree with me on that, that's fine. Let me know who you think would be the best one. But I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dolph. After that, KO comes out to the ring. Uh, he was gonna say something, but he was quickly interrupted by Akira Zala, who apologizes for interrupting, welcomes him to RAW. It says he wants a title shot for. Uh, With Reggie for the 24-7 title, Um, KO, clearly a little frustrated by this, um, says, no, you're not going to get your match. He uh, (laughs) turns around and stuns (laughs) Tozawa. We then moved on to round number four. Raw's first pick were the Street Profits. So the Street Profits get to come home, and by God, the Red Solo Cups, actually mean the right thing i know it's a small thing and my buddies over i know the ropes understand this and they've joked with me about it ever since but there was one time when they were on smackdown where they got blue solo cups and i was I, I was like a pig in a playpen i was so happy couldn't believe it i was like oh my god this is gonna be great and then what do they do the next week they go back to red solo cups so it just irked me I don't know why. Like I said, it's a small thing, but it just, it's a continuity issue. They're on a blue brand. Why are they using red cups? It's not how this works. (laughs) But now they're on raw, so the red solo cups can fall from everywhere. And it doesn't matter because they're on the right colored brand now. (laughs) Smackdown's first pick were the viking raiders so now they get to the feel the raid and i believe this is the first time that they will be on smackdown so this should be very interesting raw picks up finn balor it's very excited about that draft pick be nice to see him back on the red brand we'll see what happens um he has a lot of potential a lot of potential uh matchups for finn on raw so And equally as exciting, which I actually might think this might be the best pick for this round, was Ricochet being drafted by SmackDown. Thank God, get this man as far away from the 24-7 championship as you can. Give this man a mid-card title. Give him a shot at the Universal Championship. Dear God, this man is so underutilized, and I'm so hoping that SmackDown is able to do something with him on Smackdown. Please do something. After that, we had a rematch for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley took on and defeated Natalia and Tamina. Uh very good match, but I'm glad that the champs did retain. We then moved on to our fifth round in the draft. Raw drafted Karrion Cross. SmackDown drafted Andrew Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Raw drafted Miss Bliss. And SmackDown drafts Cesaro. So, we have Cesaro and Sheamus on the blue brand. Give me the bar. Do it, you cowards. Just just do it. Please. <laughs> we then got a face-to-face kind of from Bobby Lashley and Goldberg turning their match into a no-holds-bar match, which I'm excited for because it's just perfect. I love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I realized, I went through this whole thing, and I forgot round two, so I feel like I'm a complete idiot. So we're going to go back for a second here. Raw's first pick in round two was Seth Rollins. So in a matter of less than an hour of this show, SmackDown lost all its strip, and now it's solely on Raw. <laughs> SmackDown retains the Intercontinental Championship with Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Raw holds on to the U.S. title with Damian Priest, and SmackDown, like I said before, has Sheamus. So now we fast forward back to our thing. I can't believe I missed that, so my apologies for that. But just give me the bar, even if for one week only. I don't care. Just do it. Just do it. It's going to be great. It's what I want. Uh, We then got a match between New Day and Her Business. Uh, Before this match took place, her Business tried to jump Goldberg um, while he was talking with Lashley, but, of course, that did not go well, and Goldberg just destroyed both of them. We then finally got to the Randy Orton-Omos segment. But did we get a match? Absolutely not. AJ tried to pull a fast one over Randy. But Randy being the wily veteran that he is, didn't work out in their favor. AJ eats an RKO, leaving Omos trying to chase down Randy, and clearly that's not going to happen. So, AJ just did say at some point that Randy was insignificant, which I appreciate because it goes along with my whole thing that, you know, Randy's not a real goat. He's a fake goat, so take that. No the ropes. Ha. (laughs) Ha. We then moved on to our sixth and final round of night two of this WWE draft, and we had some surprises here. Raw, first pick, drafting Carmella. Now, Carmella has always been on SmackDown since the drafts started anew, and this will be the first time that she'll be on the red brand, and, of course, I thought Corey Graves was about to have a heart attack um, for obvious reasons, but it's good to see. Her moving over to the Robert uh, to the Red Brands to see what happens. SmackDown's first pick, Ridge Holland from NXT. I was a little surprised by this. Number one, I love what he's been doing with Pete Dunn, and since they just effectively took apart their faction by attacking Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, it's like, what was the Real point, so Pete's all by himself now, which I guess is fine, but it is what it is. Raw's next pick, this one surprised me. I didn't expect it to happen, but Gable Stevenson, the man who just won the Olympics, gold medal in wrestling, He has signed a a contract with WWE, but I believe he's in school, so he's not actually active as a competitor yet. But they drafted him to Monday Night Raw. That says a lot. When he does make his debut, it's going to be interesting. They they say he's going to be like the next Kurt Angle. Gold medals aside, if that's the case then let's go. <laughs> Honestly, let's go. I'm ready for it. SmackDown's final pick, and if you want to call him Mr. Re- uh, Mister Relevant, you can. It was Sami Zayn. We then had our women's match. It was our main event as well. It's Bianca Belair taking on Charlotte. And unfortunately, I believe this was the only one of the night. That ended in in a DQ. Becky, of course, can't take the fact that somebody is going to do better than her. So she goes in, attacks Bianca, causes the DQ, and then takes Bianca out. But while she does that, Sasha Banks comes out of uh, the crowd and takes out Becky. And stands tall as the show ends. So normally this would be like, all right, well, it's the end of the show. But... With it being the draft, they announced on Raw that during Raw talk we would have more draft picks. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this coverage not go on, so we're going to keep going. So our first pick that they did before they did the mass picks at the end was Liv Morgan being drafted to Monday Night Raw. I like this pick. I think she will do well on a, a larger platform. Um I know SmackDown was a good show for her, but she—they really didn't use her all that much. So I'm hoping, well, outside of you know the rush going into Money in the Bank, I really hope that they're able to do something with her on Raw um, because she's right there. She's on that precipice of being a champion, and I really think it's time to give her that shot. And then right before the show ended, we had some mass picks. Raw ending up getting a whole lot of stars. <laughs> we we'll won't talk about them. Uh, SmackDown only getting four. Raw ended up getting 12, which is quite a discrepancy, but it is what it is. Raw ends up picking up Dana Brooke, the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Jackson Riker, Veer, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Tamina, Tegan Knox, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. So we break up Tamina and Natalia, as well as Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. And also, if you want to say it, Veer and Shanky, along with Jindam Hall, so that also team has been broken up. I like the fact that they put me Yem on Raw, so that she can be with uh, Keith Lee. Um, I'm I now understand why (laughs) Shotzi and uh, Tegan did not get a women's tag team match because they're no longer a team. I'm a little surprised that Tamina and Natalia were broken up, um, but I'm not surprised about Veer. Veer has been a surprise, um, a surprise standout, uh, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just like normally with new stars, it takes a little bit of time for them to grow into you know their roles. But Veer has impressed every match that he's been in, so I'm very excited to see him finally be on his own. Give him some good music. And just let them go out and just dominate people. So I think this is going to be good. SmackDown, on the other side of things, picks up Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia, Jinder Mahal, and Shanky. So some good picks. Um, If we want to look back on everything all together, I'm not 100% sure on who I would give the win to. Um, I'll, I will definitely look all this up, and I'll put my I'll put some notes together, and, and I might even have an article for you guys. I haven't written an actual article in, in quite a while, so just so just something to think about. I put that out there, so we'll see. But that is it for tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening to this extended version of my raw review. Um, I really appreciate you all as usual. And if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram when, you know, the platform works. Thanks, guys. Appreciate (laughs) you. As well as YouTube as Above the Ring. And uh, you can find myself pretty much everywhere, Scotty J stream. And you can find this podcast, basically every podcasting platform that's out there. If uh, you're listening to a platform that we're not a part of, let us know we'll add ourselves to it though. You can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring guys. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you on Saturday for the SmackDown study. Actually, I take that back. As I say it, I remember just as a reminder for everybody. There will not be any live tweeting on Friday for SmackDown, even though I know it's the king of the ring, uh, beginning of the tournament and no SmackDown study for Saturday morning, prior engagements. Sam and I are actually going to be in the same building at the same time. So we're going to spend some time together. We're going to watch some wrestling, some local indie wrestling. We're very excited for it. The first time for the both of us since the pandemic started. And it'll be the second time that Sam and I have seen each other in quite some time. So, it'll be good. But, I promise you, before before Monday rolls around, you will hear the SmackDown study. I will put out my thoughts on the show. Let you guys know what I thought of it. Um, because it's King of the Ring time. And that is a very, very important, important tournament. Especially if Xavier Woods is in it. So, guys, thank you again. Appreciate you. Most importantly, please do not forget to ship it and join the bedroom. Have a good night.